Behind the springs. You know, the sound effect was kind of yeah, jarring, but yeah. I think I think I'll come back. Well, I, I do that so that I can wake up the people listening to the podcast <laughs> so that they don't fully fall asleep on us. An inside look at your local government. Jen's giving me a face over that. Colorado Springs. Nearly 500,000 people. Olympic City, USA. Garden of the Gods. Pikes Peak. It's a growing city. Our local government has a lot of employees. What exactly do they do? How does it impact my life? This is where you find out. Behind the Springs, an inside look at your local government. Oh, Ted, Ted, Ted. When I see a pothole in my neighborhood, I just wish I could tell someone to come fix it right away. But Jen, you can. I know, Ted. I was just seeing if you were paying attention. I hardly ever am. (laughs) This episode of Behind the Springs is all about the city's new and improved app. That's right. It's called Go COS! Exclamation point. And we have our citizen engagement specialist, Jay Anderson, here to tell us all about it. Jay, first off, what exactly is a citizen engagement specialist? Well, Ted, I'm glad you asked. A citizen <laughs> engagement specialist, at least here in the city of Colorado Springs, um, I am re- responsible for a number of different tools that the city has to try to let citizens have their voice heard in city government. So that includes our uh, survey platform. It includes um, a a number of other, mostly digital tools that the city uses. And uh, right now, it's our our newest tool is our new mobile app, GoCOS. So that's a good point you bring up. Oh, yeah. Applause, applause. Uh, Yeah, okay. Technical stuff with the board. All right, (laughs) just just keep keep going on. Actually, clapping on the inside. Well, we'll get the applause for the app. Also, tell people um, another thing that you do. You make people superheroes, don't you? That's true. Uh, Yeah, so... Oftentimes I'll go out into the community and I have this uh, presentation that I give that's all themed around kind of uh, a a superhero theme. And the idea is that we can put all these tools in your utility belt, if you're Batman or whatever other superhero, um, and give you power like you didn't have before, where you can actually make things, you can uh, make things change in your city. That's what I was just going to bring up about your actual job. I think people sometimes are a little surprised to hear that we want to hear from them. Right? (laughs) Wait a second. You want us to be engaged with our city? And the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times um, it it is a bit of a shift in mindset that, um, you know, you come in and people say, well, you know, it's good for you if the the numbers go down or, you know, like nobody's pretending that there aren't potholes in the city. Um, The thing is, though. There aren't? I know my drive was well, yes. fast. What? We've got some potholes. Right, right. And it's it's just due to our weather, our climate, um, all of that. But it's also, um, th- we don't put sensors in the road that tell us when a pothole appears, right? We've got, I, I forget how many thousands of miles of, of uh, uh, lanes we have in the city. And we need to know when we need to go fix them. And that's um, that. That's where the app comes in. Well, so I, we're not only wanting to hear from you, like we actually need to hear from our residents. Yeah, yeah. When I'm out in the community, I, I, I often say, you know, the city doesn't put our, put sensors on that tell us when a stoplight blows down or a tree branch falls down. The citizens are our sensors. Uh, the citizens are the ones who tell us uh, where we need to go do the work that we're here to do. Mm-hmm. So so this is uh, just a new streamlined way to uh, to allow that communication to happen. Tell us about the lead up to the app because it, it just launched. And this is very exciting for you. So uh, uh, tell us, you, you, you we're talking about that this is part of a tool belt. Is this kind of the number one weapon? Is this the, the, the bazooka of the, uh, of the tools that the, the, the easy, superheroes can have? And the easiest, have? easiest. Yes, right? and the easiest yeah. to use. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, this is designed to be the primary means by which citizens let us know that we need to, to go do some work in the community. 
Um, we've had an app in place for about 10, maybe 11 years, um, but it's the same app. And if you think about how things, how the internet worked 11 years ago, um, there's been a lot of changes, a lot of improvements. And uh, the, the new system is a, a brand new tool. So if you had the old one, it'll direct you to download the new one. Um, and then when, when you do, you can delete the old one off or mm-hmm. just let it, let it disappear. Um, but a lot of the advantages that happen with this is there's advantages in um, uh, language. So whatever language your, your phone is in, that's the language that the, the app will be in. And by the time it gets to our agents internally who respond, they're reading and responding in English. And when it gets back to the citizen, it's in the native language of their phone. Now, it's machine translation, so it may not be perfect, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a whole, whole lot better than what we've had in the past. I mean, those are the type of features we just didn't even have. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah, and, and there's also a lot of improvements as far as accessibility goes. So if you use uh, assistive technologies like a screen reader or something, um, I think it's called VoiceOver on the iPhone, um, you, can, uh, you can use those and it'll help you navigate through the system where the old one was, uh, was not, as, uh, not, not built for people of different abilities. So we've given people now about five minutes to download the app since they started listening to this podcast. And now unless, that, unless they're driving. Uh, yeah, unless you're driving, uh, then, then hand the phone to your kid and let them download the app. But since you've definitely been downloading it over these past five minutes, pull it up. And then I know we're over radio, so this isn't a visual medium, but kind of walk people through as they get this thing up, what can they expect to see? And then if they see that pothole, if they see a tree down um, or anything else, uh, and give some other examples of things people can uh, write in about as well. But what what's the look of it? How do you actually submit a request? Sure. So when you pull it up, um, you'll have a home screen. It'll have a big Go COS in front of there because uh, that's that's our branding. Everything. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Yep. Yes. Um, and then there's a big blue button that says submit a request. And you push that button. It takes you to the different types of requests you can do. There's a popular request category that we're trying to capture the most common requests to get people uh, reporting those. What are some examples in that popular request? Oh, potholes. Uh, potholes is the big one. Um, street maintenance. Graffiti, uh, right? Graffiti. Okay. Bark- I think barking dogs might be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, there's that, that popular request category. But then as you move past it, there's a lot of the different – There's um, if you just want to contact a city department and ask a question of finance or ask a question of the um, city auditor's office or city council, mm-hmm. um, you, can, you can get into those. But then we're trying to group these in the ways that citizens experience the, the problems. So if, you know, we don't want to say um, contact public works, operations and maintenance, contracted programs because you want – Concrete, you know, because the sidewalk didn't. So work. you're trying to put it in layman terms, right? We're trying to put it in terms where it would be like, "What were you doing when you encountered this problem?" I was getting around, and so there's a getting around category that includes things about um, streets, streets, and, and, right. and transit, and bike lanes, and you know, how what, what were you doing when this didn't work for you? And uh, that's a way that we're trying to have a, a user focus so that uh, you can just get in. You don't need to know how the departments of the city are structured in order to report your uh, that you want a pedestrian ramp. Now, I'm thinking if if folks listening right now are thinking, yeah, that's really neat you have that app. I'm probably never going to use that. I look at this app sort of how I look at voting in a way. Like, if you, like I don't want to hear you complain about the pothole on your street unless you have the Go COS app and you've put in that there's the pothole. And yeah, that, it hurts you know, when, it's, it's the when way people to, complain and yeah. then – and you go, well, did you report that? Right. And then they say, no, because I thought that you magically fixed it. You should it. just and know. If mm-hmm. you go back to, what was it, episode two or three of uh, of Behind the Springs, mm-hmm. you can listen to Corey Farkas, who was talking about how difficult it is. You brought up the lane miles before. 
We have the amount of lane miles that would go from here to Rome. Is that it? Or past Rome? Past Rome now, yeah. So he made the example of think about our eight pothole trucks constantly going up and down that. Yeah, you're probably not going to see them very often. And that's just the, the amount that we have. So if you see it, you have to report it. It doesn't magically get figured we gotta out. we got to get it on the list. Yeah, yes. we need to know. So they and, they and they are pretty responsive, but you've got to get it on the list in the first place. So I know that you aren't able to say that, but we are, Jay. <laughs> Just get, get it downloaded on your phone so that you can really – be involved and not just, you know, be, I mean, we want to hear what's not working, right? Right. So that we can fix it. How many times have you hit a pothole or there's a a drainage issue or something in a storm drain and it's overflowing the sidewalk? Somebody ought to get on that. Mm -hmm. You're somebody. Mm -hmm. You're, you are exactly the type of person, if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you have an interest in living well in your city. And uh, that's exactly what this happens. And literally the other thing you have to do is, I don't know if you touched on this, you see that pothole, you can take a picture of the pothole or the drainage issue. You can send that in. It also, if you allow it, can identify exactly where you are via your phone, um, or you can put in an address of, right, uh, right. around where where the issue is. And that way we know exactly where to go to take care of whatever issue it is. Or there's an easy way for, like you said, if you're contacting different departments, I work for city council, so we've already gotten a handful of requests there. It's very easy for us to immediately be able to get right back to you, email you, uh, or pop up in your email, correct? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Actually, there's... explain that part, too, is how, how does somebody, do they have to make an account and go, um, uh, and or does it just go to your email and that sort of thing? Yeah. So when you, when you create an issue, um, when you go to hit submit, it'll invite you to create a, an account, and many of the... Uh, the request types allow allow us to submit anonymously, but the problem with anonymous, like we don't want to insist that you create an account. Some people don't think that we should have that information, and that's fine. But the problem is then when we address that issue, there's built-in notifications in the system that we've we've done it. So if you sub if you refuse to provide your information, or you you just if you decide not to provide your information, then uh, we can't notify you when the work is done. So, uh, so there is a benefit to giving that information and we're not, we're not not going to misuse it. If you do it as anonymous and you put in a pothole, we'll go fix a pothole. You just won't know unless you go back to the pothole to see. And a lot of people want that follow up. They want to know when, you know, how long it takes and when it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, this is really base level accountability. Right. You asked us to do something. We did it. We need to tell you that we did it or else you'll continue to have that. You know, you, you don't know who, who actually performed the work. A lot of times it's your city. And right. so this is just how we're accountable to you. And I will say, um, you know, Ted, I don't know about you and I know Jay and I agree, but it is very intuitive. It's a, it's an easy app to use. It's, you know, basic steps. No, as I long don't agree. As, come on. No, you can talk for me in this. <laughs> Obviously I agree. Yes. I, but as long as you can use your phone on your, or your camera on your phone, um, you know, I think it's really easy for everyone to use. Take a picture, say, you know, it finds your location for you, uh, what the problem is. You don't even have to take a photo if you don't want to. You can just enter manually what you see and you're done. And it's just really nice. We're also going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about a couple of those other tools that you've worked on here for the city and other ways that in general, if you're listening to us right now, that means that you want to stay connected to the city. And we're going to give you some other tips and tricks and uh, make sure that you tell your friends and your family because there's no better gift to give over the holidays than staying connected with your city. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Behind the Springs, an inside look at your local government. 
If you're enjoying the show, please rate, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Did you do it yet? Come on, you know you want to. Never miss an episode. Now back to Jen and Ted. Just kidding, still me. Did you do it yet? Just click the little button. Want to know a secret? Ted and Jen's lives depend on it. Grab your phone and just do it. Unless you're driving, then wait. Okay, last thing, seriously. Just rate, like, and subscribe. Back to the show. We're talking about the GoCOS app. I hope you've downloaded it by now, but if you haven't, we're going to talk about it a little more and hope to What were you doing during the break you. if well, you didn't download why, it? Why haven't you <laughs> during the little commercial? Um, so we, we really want to talk with Jay Anderson a little bit more about what kind of um, work did you do leading up to the launch of this app, I guess, to ensure that it's user-friendly and that, um, you know, it's just easy for people. Sure. Um, since we partnered with the vendor to start providing this app, uh, I've been doing some user testing in the community. Uh, I, at the uh, Civic Superhero events where I go, I invite people to come take a little test that says, like, so if your storm drain was blocked, um, where would you go? And we kind of offer them our proposed navigation for inside the app, and we can track where they where they go and if they get lost or frustrated or whatever. Those are signals to us that we need to adjust our language or maybe restructure the the way that you navigate within the app. So, uh, you know, I, being a local government employee for a while, I, I have a definite view of how the city should how the city works. But um, somebody who's just experiencing that dang pothole again, they they may not understand it, and they may think that um, uh, you know code enforcement handles potholes or something like that. And we need to know that so that we can design it to be as intuitive as possible. Mm-hmm. And I expect to have um, probably. Um, a couple times a year have user feedback sessions, not just so people can say, hey, you didn't fix my thing right or whatever, but ways that we can put tests in front of them and actually get useful data that we can then reconfigure the app just on an ongoing basis. If you think about how, if you've been to, well, it's Christmas season, so my wife is always on Amazon, mm-hmm. um, but Amazon right now doesn't look the way it looked two years ago, five years ago. There's, there's always new um, iterations of, of the navigation and how you work with these things. So uh, that's something that we're trying to do to just keep on top of uh, changing issues and also uh, keep a finger on the pulse of the community to, to see how it's how it can work for them. And that's what I was going to say. It's very modern idea that we're now able to flex something. It's a very fluid thing. When something rolls out, that's not what it's going to look like in a few months to a year from now. It's something that you're able to craft a lot better than probably that old app that we had that was running on old software. It's now uh, uh, an ability to mold as the, the user's needs are, are coming along. Well, and Ted and I like it, but I mean, have you heard, do other, are other yeah, people giving ask, you What's positive? the feedback, yeah. you know? I mean, I left you a great five-star review. <laughs> and I appreciate it. So, um, so yeah, we are paying attention to the feedback in the app stores, um, but also people are using the app to give feedback on the app, which is great. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, some people, um, you know, they... It, come across very uh, negative, like, why did I have to create a Facebook account in order to do this? You don't. Okay. You don't have to do a Facebook account to do this, but you can if you want to. Natural uh, inclination is to think that that's a sort of conflict, but I need that feedback to make it better over time. So I'm, I'm honestly thankful to the people who give negative feedback because that helps me identify the hotspots where we need to do some work. Well, yeah. and positive. What do we keep? Sure. You know, what do you like about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
the, there are some fixes that we can do here locally that I, you know, I manage this system so we can make some configuration changes, but I'm also in constant contact with the vendor who built the software. You know, city doesn't build software. Yeah. Um, so we, we have a vendor who provides this tool and I am really good at giving feedback and getting, getting good customer service from people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something that I'm really focusing on is telling our vendor, I'm hearing this, I'm hearing that, you know, the, the map interface works a little wonky, or I'm hearing that, um, you know, these tickets, when, when they're filed, we need them to work this way internally. Um, and, and, you know, getting that, getting results from our vendor is, is part of my job. Because now. it's critical. I mean, it's crit- critical yeah. to get the information to the right people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you said the word critical, so I'm going to jump on. Um, this is not to replace 911 or 444 Good. If yep. you If citizens are needing a police response, if the dog is still biting your leg, don't open the app. Don't don't file a, a request ticket with us. Call nine one one. That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those non emergency requests, if the dog's just barking and not biting your leg, right. there you go. There you then go. write in. Don't call police, please, because they get enough random phone calls anyways. Uh, leave the emergencies to nine one one. But right. this app does give you a lot of information in terms of where do I go with the specific request. It kind of guides you through. Um, yep. And then can you talk about some of, some of the what I would consider kind of bonus features that I didn't even know would be on there that are kind of a pleasant surprise, like I can find where sure. is a park um, if I'm not in my part of town and maybe I want to know, you know, where can I bring the kids to a it's park? It's not all just re- requesting fixes. Yeah, it's some great. We have some FAQ type things. Yeah, I great guess, resources. For you. Yep, yep. So because the app uses your location, uh, we also wanted to put in something in. There's a places option uh, on the on the main screen. If you just scroll down a little bit, um, just past transit information is places. And when you open that places, we got several categories. So like general city services, where's the municipal court, where's the nearest fire station, that kind of thing. But then we've also got an Olympic City USA category. So it's all of the different uh, governing bodies and the velodrome. And once the uh, museum is, in, is, is open, we'll add that on there. So you can see that this is what's unique about Colorado Springs. And so we really wanted to feature that in the app. So if you're new here, this is an awesome way to familiarize yourself, right, too. I mean, or if you've lived here for years, I think you'll find something new. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about uh, putting a a public bathrooms uh, map. That would be cool. So we could – so, I mean, when – when my wife was pregnant the last time, we always knew where the nearest bathroom was. Yeah. That's right. Um, so that's something. Everyone that, needs a bathroom. Yeah. I'll call it the, the gotta go category. <laughs> that, like that's that. actually pretty good. The gotta go category. Like People that. might not know what it means, but when they click on it, they'll be very, very happy. <laughs> um, and I think you were hitting on it, Jen, with uh, some of these other features that you were just talking about with the app. It's kind of a way, if you're new to the area, that you can get familiar with the area. Um, even if you're if you've been here for decades and you're trying to, uh, you, you might not know a certain neighborhood. That's a good way. But overall, what are we trying to do, Jen, here at the city? And what is our main jobs here in communications? We would like for you to stay connected with us. Um, that's and the I right think, answer. I think. Oh. Yay! Thank you, Ted. <laughs> um, I think <laughs> first sound effect of the of the day because I, I can't work the board correctly that's ever. Okay. That's okay. I, I tried to avoid acronyms as much as possible. You did really good. Um, I, I could I could give some acronyms real quick. Like sure. This CRM system communicates with our <laughs> over our arrest API. Ugh, it's terrible. To make sure you hit your SLAs. That is terrible. Man. Both. You of know you, you know what the worst acronyms are like. IT sort of acronyms like that. You know, you're just killing me over here, Jay. But back to the real stuff. And by real stuff, I mean what Jen was talking about. Thank you. Can I continue? Yeah, <laughs> I just I, was... I needed to get my 
my uh, sound effects fix in. Okay, got it. All right, so next. Can I interrupt you again? <laughs> no. Okay. So next and final point is we love for you to stay connected with us on the app. It's just one of many ways that you can do that. Obviously, it's the best way to report things, but you can you can also do that the old-fashioned way, right, by just calling the phone number, logging onto the website. But there are other ways for you to stay connected and just know about, like we were talking about, where is the best park to take my out-of-town family? Um, you know, what's happening in the city in terms of events um, downtown or in my neighborhood um, and other developments in the city, um, depending on the department that you want to know about, whether it's streets or parks or whatever. And I think um, we just would like to encourage you so much to get connected with us wherever you may be. Maybe you want to receive a newsletter in your email inbox. We provide that or we're on we Facebook. We just started that too. We did. A and weekly newsletter, which awesome. you can sign up for on the webpage. Yeah. Right. And that's easy. Um, and then, of course, there's our website, coloradosprings.gov. But we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And we and we post on Nextdoor sometimes. So we try to be wherever it is that's uh, most convenient for you. And so we hope that you'll find a way to stay connected. And how do you find them? Uh, how do you find the main city on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? It's the same handle. For yes. Each. City of COS. And then uh, you can search for city councils uh, pages as well. Uh, we live stream the council meetings or live stream town halls that they're holding. Um, so you can have lovely conversations with other people watching the the meetings at the same time. Yeah, but um, if you have an item that you're really interested in, that's the perfect way to be able to watch it and monitor what's going on. Yeah, so I think a big thing is uh, re- when you're talking about staying connected, it's maybe not just the main city uh, uh Accounts, you want to check out some of those other accounts that are linked to the city as well of things that you're really interested in. But it's a great place to start, and you're exactly right. We have a sustainability Facebook page. Mm -hmm. We have um, our Parks and Recreation and Cultural Services Department has a great page. So I think it'll lead you to other places that you may not know about. Um, But I just want to thank Jay for giving us this new tool, working so hard on it, and the many others who have as well, um, because this is one more um, great way for people to get involved. And it's it's actually a really important way. We, we need you. We need you to download this app. Well, and like Jay was saying with the... We can't just find potholes. You need to to be the one to go out and report that to us. At the same time, I think as communications people, we're kind of tired of hearing that you didn't know about this meeting happening or you didn't know about such and such happening in the city. But there's so many ways that you can be involved and know that this is happening by going to our website, following us on these social media feeds. And make sure that your friends, your family are on there as well. Because if you're following us and you're staying connected with us, that's the best way that your government can be serving you and getting you the information firsthand. And then you don't even want to need to watch the news. You know, you get the news straight from the source. So there, there you go. Uh, Thank you, Jay. Yeah, Jay, I always like to say to people, any last words? Any parting words? Search the App Store for GoCOS. Boom. Exclamation point. Boom. All right. We are out of here. Until next time, thank you very much for listening to Behind the Springs.